as to blue beetle, um, I, all right, so fair disclaimer, I'm not a fan of blue beetle. Now, I remember Ted Cord of the blue beetle booster gold fame of the Justice League International and all the, 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 the Justice Leagues. Anyway, I actually still didn't really care for the characters, but I did follow the adventures where they were involved, with the LVA team where they were involved. And I'm not going to ignore their contribution, but they were not the reason I was reading the comics. Um, I had to make things a bit more confusing. There's at least five versions of Blue Beetle. Um, three people, two of them having been reinvented. Uh, there's probably six or seven, but <clears throat> it's a it's a it's a Carlton resale. So the uh, on top of the typical superhero thing of a superhero super or villain retiring, going to jail, getting killed, whatever, and somebody else retake takes over the identity, which has been done since uh, the Ghost Who Walks, and um, I mean it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a trope uh, in the in the comic book world. Now, in this case, um, Blue Beetle gets it slightly more complicated because it's from the Carlton series of comics from way back in the 30s, sold to DC, reinvented, and then, of course, they recreated the character by bringing in the uh, third different power source from the original magical scarab to basically Iron Man but goofier and then finally the alien scarab. Now the fun detail is the alien scarab being the weapon the world destroying weapon is kind of similar to Diver which came out like a year before they rebooted uh, Ted Cord as a as basically Iron Man and 21 years before the um, the current version uh, which probably everyone knows so I'm, I'm probably out of it the problem here is that it it involves the new 52 I tried following the new 52 I probably have a, a podcast about the new 52. I certainly had a rant about the new 52, um, where they basically threw away the universe, made a bunch of changes. Without, anyway, I seriously disagree with the way it was done. It was, and it was scammy in a few in a few ways. Well, let's ignore that. Anyway. The important detail is that for anyone who's a fan of the three main versions of the Blue Beetle, I'm ignoring the original radio drama, well, the, the radio drama cop version, probably 
uh, uh, let's skip that one. Um, any of the three main <laughs> more recent versions of the Blue Beetle, they're all addressed in the in the movie. Um, and that's where I'm stopping because it would hit spoiler territory, and I and this movie is far too good to be spoiled. That's it. There. That's said. Now. Um, there's one other thing that bothers me, but this is, I'm not, okay, it's the, all right, over, uh, uh, within a couple of years, I got sick and tired of people mumbling in TV shows, mumbling in the direction of a wall, so you can't possibly understand what they're saying, they're mumbling, they're whispering, they're whisper mumbling, and quite often it's only going to be a couple of snarky words, which makes it almost impossible to gather all the necessary cues to actually understand what is being pronounced. Now, this is more of a problem in my case because I'm a native French speaker. Um, because I usually watch in whenever I can, I watch in the uh, production language, which means that English stuff, American stuff, I watch in English, uh, French stuff, I watch in French, um, German stuff, I watch in German with whatever subtitles I can get. Um, <clears throat> but um, what I've noticed recently is one argument when a choice in the production of subtitles is the argue, like argues in language um, this says something in language or replies in whatever language it is which is something you see in second secondary languages for uh, for some stuff it, it, it was like annoying in the boys whereas there's discussion in um, in French. The problem is, the reason why it's hitting me unfairly is that this is what happens in this episode, in this movie. There are secondary lines where the, the tone and expression are convey enough of the discussion that you don't actually need the dialogue. And some of those are not subtitled correctly. What you get is argues or says something in Spanish. Now, I call it unfair because it is obvious, it is obvious that someone who actually understands North American Spanish, at least, will be able to understand those bits of dialogues. The unfairness is I'm fluent in probably five flavors of French. And none of them resemble American actors trying to mangle French because they're excellent at mangling French. And there's no way you can understand. I mean, I really need the actual subtitles to understand my native language. This is offensive. <clears throat> anyway, so this, this, has, this has been an, a, 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 
This is something that happens, and I think we should probably bitch about that. I'm not quite sure, because there is a point with the actual, you get the point of, I mean, aside from the, the joking unfairness that the, the Spanish speakers get dialogue in two languages they can understand, and we get dialogue in two languages, and we can't understand it our native language because they make such a shitty job of it. Um, but aside from that joke, it is an actual problem. Well, it's a problem if someone has hearing problems. If you if you're if you if you actually need the subtitles rather than extreme being extremely picky and wanting to pick up every freaking little word, which is me, um, if you actually have um, hearing problems, then it means that you completely miss the um, the tone and delivery of those secondary lines. Usually, all you need in those is "We'll talk later" or "I'm mad at you." Or I mean, just the emotional content gets you all you need to follow the story. But someone who couldn't hear the tone would actually lose it. On the other hand, there is a, for the boys episode I was thinking about, it was actually relevant because the point of view character doesn't understand French. Which means that not subtitling the French would actually emulate the fact that Yui, the, uh, the point of view character, can't understand French dialogue. It's just offensive for the audience who actually understands French. <laughs> um, anyway, that's a... Now, why am I bitching about this when I'm saying that they're actually doing it right in, in, um, in Blue Beetle is that between that and a clumsy scene at the end where they kind of decided wanted to go in one little cringy and basically did not go in one tiny way and also left something that should have been resolved in the last few seconds make an arrangement for a setup to pretend the story goes on even if the, uh, the movie's over, which they is not satisfying. But it's really, really, really bitching at nothing. So why do I bitch about the subtitling and that not perfect scene? It's because it's the only thing I can bitch at for the entire movie. This is surprisingly good, um, although it kind of hits spoiler territory, not a huge one. Um, there is a physical possibility of a sequel, and I'd be looking forward to it and probably running to go see the premiere rather than watch the cheapo version um, on, on streaming services. So that 
is my general idea here strongly recommended it's family safe uh, probably M for teenager well superhero crowds but it is safe for all audiences uh, well as long as you consider bad guys getting blowed up by super-powered alien bug man but I mean uh, I, I, I'm assuming people have vague clue on that one. Hi, I um, hate to do this, but please um, tell your friends about this if you enjoy it. Uh, repost, cross-post, something. Um, also, it's a really nice, good idea to subscribe in your podcast program. This way, the next podcast will automatically appear in your in your playlist rather than you having to like run across a mention somewhere on some someone's Twitter that it's that there's a new episode. Uh, that's it.